And now, a Blaze Media podcast. So I talked on Wednesday during my segment on uh, Pat Unleashed, the Chewing the Fat segment, that uh, Taylor Swift uh, was getting ready for her big weekend special uh, this Sunday uh, on ABC. And then uh, it was also, you know, exciting news for you Swifties that are uh, excited about it. You can also watch it live. And then you're going to be able to stream it on Hulu and Disney. Yay. The thing is, is though you're not really watching it live because it was filmed last September. And I wondered, wow, why is Taylor doing this deal with, you know, ABC and airing, you know, crappy old concerts from Paris in September. Everybody else is doing you know, Zoom shows and FaceTime shows and Skype shows. and They're bringing in all these performers, but no, not Taylor. And then, huh, I know why now. Um, she's hurting. She's hurting. Times are tough at the Taylor Swift household. Uh, we just found out that she has sold one of her, one of her jets. I know. I don't know how she's getting by. I don't know how she's getting by, but she had to get rid of a jet. Uh, her Dassault Falcon 50 that she's had since 2012, by the way. Um, she had to get rid of it. Yeah, I know. I don't know how she's getting by. Maybe we need to start a GoFundMe for Taylor uh, just to say, hey, Taylor. Man, we know it's tough. We know it's tough to, you know, have to sell that one to six million dollar plane. We're not quite sure how the old Falcon 50, how much it costs. Now, I know you want to start the GoFundMe and you're already typing in GoFundMe with Taylor Swift and stuff, but just remember that she still has her Bone Dock 900, the Falcon 900. Uh, that's only worth 40 million. So she had to get rid of the, the dump, the used plane, because you can't fly in that anymore. But she did keep the one, the one jet that's, you know, worth 40 million. So maybe we wait till a little while to start the GoFundMe. <laughs> If you are in radio business and want to work in Pittsburgh, I would say there's probably going to be a job opening. I hope there's not, but I would say that there probably is going to be a job opening in Pittsburgh. A Pittsburgh radio station talk show host has apologized on the air, apologized on social media, had the mayor cancel an interview that was scheduled on his radio program because he misgendered a guest. I know how is this man even still alive, let alone uh, on the air? Uh, Marty Griffin, host of KDKA AM called Dr. Rachel Levin, sir, during a conference call with reporters. What? 
I don't know how this man is alive. I don't know how he, I don't know how he still has a job. Apparently he was asking a question about different phases. The state is implementing the ease stay at home orders and said, sir, twice. Griff, he was not happy. I'm sorry. She was not happy. She said, please don't misgender me. And that it was really insulting. Now, he apologized multiple times. He apologized on Twitter. He hasn't tweeted anything in two days except his apology. It's incredible. Then the mayor was supposed to be on it. The mayor, uh, who is uh, a really good guy, uh, Bill, I think was his last name, Peduto, P-E-D-U-T-O. And I apologize. I don't want to misname or misgender the mayor. The person looks like a male, but I don't know. You just don't know. He is, I'll read you his pin tweet, the mayor of Pittsburgh. As the mayor of Pittsburgh, I can, this has been pinned for two, three years. Three years since June 1st, 2017. This has been his pin tweet. As the mayor of Pittsburgh, I can assure you that we will follow the guidelines of the Paris Agreement for our people, our economy, and future. Wow. Okay. How's that working out for you, Mayor? Anyway, go back. He canceled his interview uh, because that is KDA, KDKA Radio, KDKA Radio. Uh used to have good people on the air and now it's just shock jock sensationalism and worse. He called a person, sir, that, uh, I don't know if you've seen the picture of the person they called, sir, but, uh, you can well understand that where the accident may happen, <laughs> the accident of calling, of calling, uh, what's her name? Uh, Levin, a uh, sir, because, uh, it seems if you think you're being misgendered, then you're probably still a little, a little shaky on that whole transgender thing that you're living. So I'm sure, and I have not heard Dr. Rachel Levin. I have not heard her, but I'm sure that it could come across as don't misgender me. I'm not a sir. I'm a her. It's really insulting. Oh, Oh, okay. Okay, no problem. Sorry. We've got to get audio. Of God, we'll find audio of the uh, Pennsylvania's health department secretary. Uh, because uh, Dr. Rachel Levin, I'm sure, I'm sure, sounds very female. Okay, so we have, I want to, I want to make sure that I have this straight as far as what's going on, uh, you know, around the country. We have the uh, barber in Owasso, Michigan, who has his license suspended because he went up against the state. Now, that was after, right, the Colorado restaurant defied the, uh, defied the king, uh, 
the governor and the governor took his license away. Now we have Michigan's governor, Whitmer, saying that uh, the armed protests could lengthen the stay at home. If you guys complain some more, I'm going to make it longer. That's just the way it is. So Facebook has deleted the Michigan anti-quarantine group's page. They had 330 or 380,000 members, but Facebook just deleted it. That's gone. So they've started a new page. I've got news for you, Facebook and Michigan. Uh, Just deleting the Facebook page doesn't delete the movement, but, you know, what do I know? Now, we do have some places that are allowing restaurants and businesses to open up. One of them is Texas. One of them is in Washington state are allowing restaurants to open as long as, as long as the restaurants will keep a log of all customers to aid in contact tracing. Oh, good. Make the rest. What, what you, we need your name, your number. We need, uh, it's just, Incredible. And now there are some states are hiring. We talked about that already with the contract con, contact tracing. Say that really fast. Contact tracing. Contact tracing. Contact tracing. So they want the uh, restaurants to keep track of all the people coming in. That is so nice. So nice of them. Now, I know that isn't it L.A. that wants to have uh, contact tracing ambassadors? Isn't that special? Yes. Tell me that's not special. Tell me you don't get an orange. Do I get an orange little vest? Do I get to walk around and be a contact tracer policeman? I'm sorry, ambassador. I mean, okay, okay. I, I'm starting to believe that it's almost time to put an end to it. I mean, really, I'm okay with you or me or your neighbor deciding to stay home and social distance. But I'm not okay with the king telling me I can't do it. There, these rules are are not laws, but it doesn't matter. I mean, in New York alone, you have uh, miles of streets closing. De Blasio wants to close them more down. Uh, Manhattan, the stories, and then look, he's closing down roads in Manhattan. And I know, big deal, you don't live in Manhattan. I get it. But they, they're they doing that. And now they're telling the stories are coming out that, uh, well, you know what? Uh, if this continues, I mean, these buildings and businesses face a huge reckoning. Really? Really? Is that is that what's going to happen? That's strange. That's really strange. Huh. Huh. Now, when you think about the king telling us what to do, 
isn't that, uh, I mean, that's what we started this country on because we really didn't want to take orders from the king anymore. Now, one of the strange places that we hear news and read news and you go, wow, that's great. We get all this bad news all over the country, all over the country. The king is they're laying down the law. The governors are laying down the law. They're getting their panties in a wad or pennies and they're getting everything in a wad. And they're deciding that uh, their rules are now mandated from on high, the law of the land, because I said so. Well, the Wisconsin Supreme Court has overturned the state's stay-at-home order, ruling it unlawful and unenforceable. Yay! So that is incredible. Now, again, one state. We're hanging our hat on one state, the state of Wisconsin, but it does feel good that there's actual sense actual common sense from a court of law in this country doesn't it it does feel good it's like wow we can that's good why isn't that going on all over the place why why isn't it going on all over the place because when we go down to tennessee we see where judges are saying it's okay to film clothed women in public without their consent. <laughs> now, I want to be clear. I think I am okay <laughs> with that. I don't think I can be me and not like this. <laughs> As a father and a husband, I may question this ruling. As a Jeffy, I think I like it. I think I like it. So a group of Tennessee judges has ruled that it isn't a crime to film women fully clothed without their consent in public. Okay. Okay. So apparently uh, these, this man admitted to stalking women in retail stores and filming their private areas for his own sexual gratification. He actually touched one of them. I'm sorry, grabbed one of them, photographed them without their consent. So he said, I did not mean to scare anybody. I uh, only filmed the females for, for my own purposes. I, I just like using the video function on my phone. <laughs> oh, Okay. No, no problem. It's more of an obsession with the technological aspect of the phone than a perversion. The judges all agreed. No one has a right to expect privacy in the digital age. Exposure to the capture of our images by cameras has become perhaps unfortunately, oh, he's throwing that in there, a reality of daily life in our digital age. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. And you know what? We've all kind of agreed that when we're going to the gas station, we know there's cameras. I mean, we've, for years now, we, you might as well just 
pretend you're making a movie when you go out because there's cameras everywhere, right? And just everything is being filmed. But so if I go into a store and I'm buying a dress, don't misgender me, and I, uh, I know that the store has video cameras filming me shopping in the store. Now it's okay if little Billy wants to come up and just start filming me with his phone. Um, I mean, it's okay. You're not going to get in trouble for that. I mean, I guess we are okay with that, right? I mean, we have people filming stuff all over all the time. Streets, stores, we see fights. We see all kinds of stuff recorded all, all over the world. And we're kind of okay with it. The only time you get in trouble is if you, you know, are, you know, upskirting or up panting, up shorting. Um, plus, I don't think it's okay in any, anywhere in the world to go up to people and grab them. Right? I mean, you're not supposed to do that, <laughs> especially in the social distancing world. No way. No way. You go up to someone and grabbing them, I mean, you better have a 10-foot stick. Wait. No, disregard that. So let's leave the country. Let's uh, go over the border, way down to Mexico. I mean, I get nothing for, I get nothing for that. I mean, I get nothing for, all right, I'll start again. Sad. So let's leave the U.S., shall we? Let's go way far away, you know, down in Mexico. Now with our brothers in Mexico. Mexico. Like I said, Mexico, our people. You're right, Mexico. Mexico. Their president has now ordered military on the streets to curb the rising violence. Wait. Rising violence in Mexico? I'm sorry, Mexico? I want to be one with the, one with the people. Uh, so, not that there was ever a problem with violence in Mexico. Um, 34,000 582 people murdered in 2019. That's not really a problem. So 3,000 homicides were recorded in March of this year. Okay. Does seem to be a little bit of an issue down there in Mexico. Mexico, yeah, Mexico. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Thank you. So we're using armed forces. Now, you know, you hope that those armed forces are not uh, part, of the, uh, part of the cartels. Uh, no one supports... Chivaldo I mean, no, Guzman Loera. Is that what you're talking you. about? Thank Joaquina you. Chivaldo Guzman Loera? His family. He can't be in charge anymore because he's in prison. Right. right, because we all seen those movies. You know, we've seen all the movies where, you know, the Joaquina Chivaldo Guzman Loeras of the world 
can't still dictate what happens in their little cartels. So I'm not saying that this next story has anything to do with trying to curb the violence on the streets in Mexico. I'm not saying that this next story has anything to do with the uh, story that we did uh, I don't know, a few days ago sometime. It's all blurred together now in the lockdown of the, of the bunker. Uh, that uh, drug shipments are way down and they're having a tough time transporting it around the world. But I just want you to know that Mexican, I'm sorry, Mexico is going to be providing steaks and other beef cuts to the United States because of our processing plants issues. And so we've got no, thank shortages. You. Nope. No, no, thank you. Mexico, you could keep the carnes. It's we okay. have shortages. Uh, fast food chains, grocery stores. I mean, we've all got problems with getting enough steaks and other beef cuts in our stores and our fast food restaurants. So Mexico is going to help by shipping some of that up to the U.S. Thank you. Thank you so much. Serious note. Serious note. Are you going to eat the Mexico beef when they come? Are they going to say from Mexico? Is it going to say, is it going to say, this, this part of our meat department is Mexico meat? I don't know. Are we going to trust the country that still to this date hasn't done anything to combat the COVID-19 crap that is happening around the world? Are we going to trust them? All I know because of COVID-19 and the surge of cases that uh, the uneasiness among U.S. consumers and fast food burger chains we need meat. We need burgers. And do we care where it comes from? We don't want to start eating dogs, although we're going too soon, I promise you. But this is an example of what head of Kroger was talking about with there's going, there will be meat, just a matter of, you know, what it, it comes from, what it does. Some days you're going to have this, other days you're going to have this. And some days it's going to be Mexico meat. Guaranteed. Uh, Isn't that you ready for go, it? Doesn't that go against all of our regulations, against all these farmers, against all these? You just tried to sell something to a store. You can't. You got to get FDA approval, FCC approval, FBI, CIA, USDA. Every freaking acronym out there has to approve to make sure that your meat is fresh and ready for you. Are you kidding me? Okay. So why do you want people to die here in the United States of America from COVID-19 getting back to work too early in our meat processing plants when we can have safe, healthy, fresh beef from Mexico? You're talking about the country that hasn't done anything to stop the spread. Got it. Look, all I know is that the streets are starting to get low on meth. They're starting to get low on cocaine. They're starting to get low on heroin. People are 
taking to the streets, not because they're a fear of COVID-19, fear of not having the drugs they want. If this is a way to get the drugs back into America by bringing them in with Mexico meat, okay. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying it's possible. Once again, me and you are not communicating. We're not in sync. And I feel like this has happened for the last three days. Well, we're not completely in sync. All I'm saying is, how can I trust the country that hasn't done anything to stop the spread? And now I'm going to eat their meat? Look, the armed forces are going to be out in the streets in Mexico to curb the violence. And then the Mexican... Mexico uh, beef producers are going to help the United States out by shipping steaks and other beef products to the U.S. in our time of need. I mean, I think we need that. People need food. People need to eat in our time of the pandemic. And I don't know why you want people to die because you hate Mexicans. Care to answer? Oh, no, 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 you know what? Look at the time. All right, let's go to the break room. I needed an ice cold Coca Cola Zero as it is. Oh my gosh. So good. Hey, if you're listening to this broadcast live, Chewing the Fat, the 14th of May, 2020, day, I don't know, what is it, 101, day 102 of, uh, of the lockdown, the stay-at-home orders here in the bunker. Something like that. I don't know. Cause I, I think it broke 100, maybe it broke 60. I don't know, somewhere in there. We're between 60. 63, like 63. Like I said, we're between 60 and 100. I don't 63. know why. Like, I don't need you to give a range. You could give the exact number, which is... Between 60 and 100, like I said. 63, yeah, 63. So, yeah. I mean, somewhere in between 60 and 100. But you can, uh, today's, I think, so if you're listening live, today and tomorrow are the last two days that you can get the good deal on Blaze Television. Now, look, Chewing the Fat is free, and you could subscribe to it for free. I know, you're welcome. But Blaze TV, you know, we got a lot of shows. We got a lot of entertainment. We got a lot of programming. We got a lot of information to give you, and it all ain't free. It ain't cheap to run. There's all kinds of stories about networks pulling their advertising. Uh, networks not networks aren't pulling their advertising. The advertisers are pulling their commercials from the networks. Holy cow! I just read a story about how the uh, the big time companies, I'm sorry, the heavyweights of uh, advertising, are they have to give 60 day notice and they're given it. So the networks are scrambling and you're talking about billions of dollars. I mean, just billions of dollars. And that is not good news. That is not good news at all. So now it's more important than ever to get behind the things that you believe in. And that's blaze TV. So go to get.blazetv.com slash Jeffy. All right. Or just, you know, if you go to TV, you can use the promo code Jeffy. Either way, you're going to get a great deal. Now's the time. I think it's, we're saving what? 30 bucks a year, right, is the, is the big savings. And there's other savings on that page as well. But the largest discount is saving uh, 30 bucks for a year. It's, you're not going to get that deal again tomorrow, 50th, last day. 
So get on it. Don't hesitate. All right. And still subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Hello. Any platform that warms the little, you know, cockles of your heart. iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, okay, Stitcher, whatever one you like. Just subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Now you can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Uh, Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. You can email chewing the fat at theblaze.com at any time if you have information, like Aaron did, who emailed me. And I believe that Aaron has come up with a tremendous idea. And I'm probably going to do it. All right. His email to me is this is way better than Dana Lash pinned a tweet that she stole. Okay. Way better, this is a listener to Chewing the Fat, emailed me at chewingthefatoftheblaze.com. Way better than Dana Lash pin tweet that she stole. It's bad if you would rather pay the ticket. I think that's going to be my pin tweet. Remember yesterday we talked about the Louisiana, Louisiana or Mississippi cop. That Louisiana. Pulled, like I said, Louisiana or Mississippi cop. Yeah, that, you had it right, Louisiana, yeah. That pulled over uh, a, a speeder a lawbreaker and he talked her into having sexual relations and not getting the ticket. Then she complained. So I was uh, talking about that with my wife yesterday and she liked that. She said good for her that she got some and did not get to pay the ticket and, and then complained reported, and then reported a sexual predator. I'm like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. He is yeah. not a sexual predator. I'm that, sorry, but he's not a sexual predator at all. He's a guy that saw an opportunity. And I'm sorry. I say that he saw a slut and say, I could probably get some from this girl. So we're making the distinction between sexual predator and a guy who saw an opportunity and took it. Not quite sure. That's not quite sure. That's a distinction that's actually valid. But okay, okay. Well, it's point, 2020. Well, it's 2020. Trust me, it will hold in a court of law. Dun dun. The point yesterday was that wow. I mean, how bad is this guy? Right. I mean, how bad? It's embarrassing for him in, in front of you. If you pulled someone over and you know said, "Hey, you want a little non-ticket business?" We'll just slide in the back of this Toyota Camry, take care of a little business, and I won't write you a ticket. And then get complained on? Dude, you need help. There's a problem. That's, that's a problem with you. So anyway, my new pinned tweet, according to Aaron, should be, it's bad if you would rather pay the ticket. And I think I'm going to do that. I think that's going to be my, t- my pinned tweet. Because you know what? You're right. You're right that, you know, I, I need to finally get over Dana Lash stealing my, stealing my line and pinning the tweet. I need to get over that. I don't know that I can, but I can try, right? So we've got all kinds of entertainment news. I teased it yesterday. I mean, I've got just, where should we? I mean, we have Britney Spears coming out with a new album. She's still going crazy on Instagram, which is wonderful. We talked about Taylor Swift. We have Joy Behar saying she's going to stay home until Trump is out of office. Oh, no, Joy. Please. 
don't go out into the rest of the world. We have the Price is Right donating almost a hundred thousand to Planned Parenthood. As uh, what's his face? I don't want to misgender uh, RuPaul uh, host the show. We have Brian May, who I talked about on uh, Pat uh, yesterday, uh, who tore his gluteus maximus uh, with his uh, his line of. Uh, what was his, how he heard it. He talked about, he wasn't just outside. He was, he, that's what he was screaming when he tore his gluteus maximus over in a moment of over enthusiastic gardening. Who among us, who among us has not had a moment of over enthusiastic gardening. We have, uh, Lady Gaga, Elton John, as attorney, Barbara Streisand, attorney, hacked. They're looking to uh, for a ransom of twenty-one million dollars, or they're going to release all the information. Okay, we have uh, theaters mulling two-dollar tickets to retro blockbusters to get pack people back to the movies. Mm, I don't know that that's going to work. Are you going to go? to the movie theater and spend $2 on a ticket and $8,500 on popcorn and soda and candy. So you're saving, you know, $7,900. But on seeing what Jurassic Park, the, the, you know, another blockbuster or Jaws or, you know, Whatever, whatever the blockbuster is, you're going to pay two bucks for that to go back into the movie theater? I don't think so. And we talked about Disney World taking reservations uh, to open on July 1st. But now uh, the first wave of the Walt Disney World employees are going to be back in the park on Saturday. Uh, They're going to get the resort ready for its partial reopening on May 20th. Wow. So it's going to partially reopen on May 20th. And, uh, you know, they're going to have the big opening on July 1st, but apparently they're getting ready for uh, masks, plexiglass dividers, temperature checks, anal probes. So enjoy. No, it does. They, they, they're not, they probably aren't going to do anal probes, but I wouldn't surprise me. But hey, we're open for business. <laughs> right. right come to (laughs) come to (laughs) come to florida come to disney world yay all right let's get to the coronavirus uh, numbers and we also will uh talk to uh, Chris about his travels uh, on the podcast version of chewing the fat. So if you're not a subscriber, make sure you subscribe because if you're listening to this on another platform, that's not a podcast platform that you subscribe to (laughs) freeloader. And you're going to want to, you're going to want the full podcast. So at the time of this recording, uh, 4,485,489, total cases worldwide and we broke the 300,623 yes we broke that 300,000 mark 
uh, by 623 as of the time of this recording. In the United States of America, we're looking at 1,438,426 total cases, uh, 85,699 total deaths. Wow. Still climbing pretty good. And China looking to make sure that they are not uh, not misleading the world. They are at 82,929 total cases. They do not, you know, they don't want to break that 83,000 mark as we continue to tell you. But they do have three new cases today. So, I mean... If you think that they're misleading you, you are way wrong, my friend. All right. TSA checkpoint numbers uh, yesterday. Oof. I mean, it's up, but not by much. Uh, yesterday, 176,667 people through the TSA turnstiles. So, uh, you know, Chris was one of those and he's, uh, you know, he's in Florida. So we'll find out about his travels and find out about if there were any uh, fogging machines going on, any anal probes, any temp checks, anything like that uh, going on at the TSA here in the United States of America. Uh, I love the uh, story about uh, the restaurant that is opening back up. You talk about, uh, you know, business, you have to be social distance and some tables can't be open and some can be. Well, a Virginia restaurant, uh, the Inn at Little Washington, apparently a world-renowned restaurant in Washington, Virginia, has three Michelin stars. And now they're going to be, they're going to reopen on the 29th of this month. And they're going to have fully dressed mannequins at the tables that are not open to living and breathing human beings in their restaurants. So, I mean, that's one way to uh, solve the issue. I mean, it's, I don't know what I feel. You know, it's kind of cool. The, the look of it looked kind of cool. But it, uh, maybe it's a little creepy, too. I don't know. I don't know. Have you watched Dummy on Quibi yet? Now, while that isn't a mannequin, it's similar to a mannequin. Yeah, just it's just just me. Uh, Hong Kong authorities said they have arrested uh, 230 people, probably more now, uh, during a pro-democracy protest uh, over the weekend after a sing-along demonstration at a shopping mall spilled out onto the streets. We cannot have that. We cannot have a sing-along in a mall spilling out onto the streets. And so that cannot happen. We also have news that more than 500 people have been arrested or detained in China proper uh, because uh, we can't have that. We're reporting that uh, 500 people have been arrested uh, up to now uh, that have been speaking out against the rules, regulations, laws, authority on high, all knowing, all seeing Winnie the Pooh has, uh, I'm sorry, President Xi, has, uh, has ordered 
They also report that with, and I, we have doctors without borders. When did we get reporters without borders? When did that start? I want to know. I've, I've missed the, I missed the, the memo because I thought that was the internet, but it's just me. So reporters without borders has revealed that China has jailed about a hundred Chinese journalists for questioning and reporting on the coronavirus. Okay, good, good news, good news. But there is actually good news, uh, which I don't think will actually happen because I believe that the American pharmaceutical companies will be the first companies to have a vaccine and a, and I use parentheses, cure uh, to COVID-19. I believe that the world is waiting for us to do that. But a French pharmaceutical company, uh, Sanofi, has been working on a COVID-19 vaccine. And they have just said, and this should make you feel proud as an American, look, Americans are likely going to be the first to get the uh, vaccine from us. It's just the way it is. You know what I mean? Uh, you want to know why? He, yeah, they, uh, Americans stepped up with the cash before any other country or anyone else around the world. So they stepped up with the cash first. If we come up with a vaccine, they're going to go ahead and get it first. So make America great again, right? Ooh, probably should. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. So yes, we told you that yesterday, uh, 176,667 travelers through the TSA turnstiles. We know that uh, Budget Airline has said that, uh, and by the way, I think, is Budget like Terminal F? Are they on a terminal that doesn't even exist on, at the airports? Because isn't, I feel budget, like, isn't Budget the car rental? I feel like... I don't I, think there's a budget airline and there's, no, there's a budget in, car in europe car in europe oh in the europe. european oh oh okay well i'm i mean spirit is the american version of budget right okay. yes yeah or budget yeah. is the european version of spirit whatever they plan to resume uh 40 percent though so yeah this european flight i mean they resume 40 percent of its scheduled flights in july in July, I mean, they're already talking in Europe. Oh my gosh, I've got. The, I don't. I don't have it open now. I should, but they, they're talking about how they're going to proceed with, uh, with vacationers and people coming to different countries, and how uh, part of the European Union will now say, well, this country and this country aren't hotspots, so we can you can go there, but you can't go to the other countries. Okay. All right, have fun. But anyway, budget is uh, going to uh, start uh, resuming some of their flights with enhanced safety measures, and they're going to have everybody asking permission to use the bathroom. And so, you know, that kind of thing, which is great. This is just great. Here in uh, America, we've already told the airlines, hey, start giving these people their money back like you said you would. Now, as you know, uh, we have talked about this on this podcast before. Uh, the airline's money is already gone, man. That money is gone. So good luck. 
and they are already playing with word games, just like they have been doing forever, with saying every flight is on time. It isn't, but it's on time because the flight, if the flight backs away from the loading dock, it's on time. But it sits on the tarmac for three hours. It's still considered being on left, leaving on time. Well, you didn't take off. Yeah, but our, the way we figure it out is if you back away from the loading dock, then it left on time. Oh, okay. But when they land, if you land, you landed on time as long as you're on the tarmac on time, not the loading dock. Oh, okay. All right. However you want to play it, that's fine. But again, they're playing with words. They're saying that, uh, you know, you're getting your money back if the flight is canceled or something has significantly changed. And for many people, the airline is not considering a flight canceled if they postpone it, if they delay it until, you know, tomorrow (laughs) or the next day. Uh, like happened to Chris before. I mean, they changed his flight to the next day uh, and at, you know, at a different time, uh, that's when we have the flight. So it wasn't canceled. Right. So if he couldn't do it, it, he would be lucky getting credit, you know, getting a credit and significantly changed. What constitutes significantly changed? Do they, if, if I postpone a flight a day, that's not significant. So we don't have to give you your money back. Uh, just incredible, incredible times. So how did the flight go, first of all, Chris? And I know I, I know a little bit of how it went uh, through some of your tweets and some of your text messages to me. But uh, first I want to know, um, was there social distancing on the plane? Inside the plane, there was no social distancing at all. Remember that whole thing about them not sitting people in the middle seat? I do. That is no longer a thing because that plane was packed like sardines. Okay. So what they've done then is they've said, you know, hey, we'll have the middle seat empty when applicable, when we can. And, and if they- I, even, I even complained about it on social media, not to be a Karen. I wanted to see. Did sound what, like you were being a Karen. Though, oh, I was definitely being a, to, to the naked eye. I was being a Karen. But I really wanted to see what was going to be their excuse of saying, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And their excuse was what you just said, because I sent you the official statement yeah, they sent me. Because I was very confused, because as we were walking, in, oh, let me backtrack. We denied entry to one lady into the plane because she did not have face protection. Could she, did she make the argument that it was, uh, she couldn't wear one? Uh, you know, I, I mean, hear that, the argument, but I did hear her complain very loudly good. that how dare they not let her in. She is not sick. She made the same argument we made yesterday. Everyone else is wearing a mask. Everybody else is wearing a mask. I'm not wearing one. No one's going to get sick because if I have something, they're not going to get it. And if they have something, I'm not going to get it because. She was making a great argument for it. So we did that. Then as I'm walking in. And they still denied her entry, though. They didn't oh, provide yeah, she, a mask. No. no didn't provide that, a Spirit Airline mask. Nope. They just said, she, you don't have a mask, you're out. You cannot. Go. And, and they were singling people out. 
Sir, can you please put on your mask? Sir? Wow. In the plane. Now, here's a little loop on the rule. If you are eating or drinking, you don't have to wear a mask. (laughs) Well, I mean, that makes sense, right? How you, you can't. What's all that food on your face? That's in the mask. I'm trying to. I'm still hungry. I don't understand. I'm like a horse, you know. I'm just gonna put everything inside the mask, and I'm gonna eat it as a horse, you know. Like, and no, it was it's very, on the other side. It's supposed to be. Oh, it's, it's opposite. Oh. Anyway, oh, okay. so so they're giving you the out of. Of course, you can have your snacks or whatever because we still want to be able to make money selling food and drink. So. uh uh, especially spirit that charges you to, you know, Oh, you're wearing two shoes today. That's an extra dollar. Um, so you can take that down. So if I'm eating all the time, I'm good. Right. So tomorrow I'm flying again, back to DFW. I'm just going to have, a have you left the airport? Cause you sound like you haven't even left the airport to be honest. Like spirit at has the not let you leave no, the airport. I have not, I'm quarantined in the airport. It sounds like spirit you, said, I, no, you can't leave the airport. As you can see, I'm still in the terminal. There's buildings and there's stuff around me. But the one thing that upset me is if I have a cup with a straw and I just put it in my mouth for the next two hours and 10 minutes, can they say something to me telling me, hey, sir, can you please put on your mask? No, I'm drinking. Right. Right? Right. And if you, if you don't believe me, are you going to take the cup away from me? Well, so the plane is packed. They, they're, not, they're not adding flights to accommodate customers social distancing they don't care about your safety like they say they do really they don't no and they had to do a whole spiel before the the safety crap that they the dance routine that they do every time you fly out they did a thing about that saying what are the rules are and then the pilot came on and talked about how the new filters and the new listen to this jeff fisher and i want you to tell me if you believe this coming from Spirit Airlines. <laughs> they change the entire AC circulation system to fit the new standards so that the air that's being recycled is not recycling the coronavirus if someone has it inside the plane. Uh, I'd like to see that. It was like, yeah, you know, because what what happens here, then this new um, air system, what happens, it pushes everything to the ground, and then that will filter out, and then that new air that you're getting is fresh new air through new HEPA, HEPA um, filters, that it, because the, the way that the new system is, is made, it pushes the air down, and I'm like, wait. So instead of pushing the air up, it's pushing the air down so it goes past all everybody's smelly feet on top of the coronavirus. You get the coronavirus, then the smelly feet, and then goes into the new HEPA filter system, but it's still the same recycled air that comes back coming no, down. No, 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 Fisher, they, uh, are you stupid? It's a brand new air circulation system that they installed in this aircraft because of COVID-19, which is why I think they're no longer locking down the middle seat because, you know, that new air filter that, you know, 
that they got, it's it just gonna it's gonna filter out everything that is non toxic that is toxic. So that so I don't know. Put it in every plane. I'll make sure I understand this. Every plane has a new system that instead of blowing the air up, blows the air down. Yes. That air goes through a new HEPA filtration system and makes its way back to you, but it's still the same recycled air. You had it until the end. No, it's, it's brand new air. It was filtered through the HEPA filter. And by the way, I am really upset that there was no fogger. Yeah. They, they no ever, so when do they fog? I don't know. But here's where I have an issue with the fogging. Yesterday, I sent you a picture because Orlando Police Department yeah. is now using foggers. And regulations rules say, according to Fox 35 Orlando, is that they're only mandatory to clean with the fogger once a month. Wow. Once a month. Think how powerful is this EPA registered disinfectant that it takes one month away and be now dirty again? Well, I mean, it's completely safe. And it's, and I also love, uh, you know, one of the things that jumped out at me again when I was, I kept reading it over and over in my head because I'm trying to figure out. You know, I'm trying to figure out the, the loophole. It's EPA registered, okay? So if I call up the EPA and say, hey, I want to register my special dog poop fogger, and they say, okay, you're registered, that doesn't make it okay, all right? I don't know that that matters. I've got to find out exactly what being registered on the EPA from the EPA means. Does you want it to be EPA approved? Yeah, I feel like that's better. Then register. How dare you? How dare you question the safe, high-grade EPA registered? How dare you? I could How be dare wrong. you? I, bet, I, mean, they, I could be wrong. The EPA knows that they're using this disinfectant. Yeah, yeah the safe so, disinfectant. That's good. That could that kill stuff for a month. It kills coronaviruses for I a know, month. I know. When I heard that yesterday, I was like, oh, my gosh. Fisher, why aren't you in Florida right now? Listen to this newscast because. <laughs> so, are you telling me that? Oh, and by the way, Spirit Airlines sent a new email yesterday saying, um, we recommend you bring extra Clorox wipes with you if you would like to, you know, be extra careful. I was wait. like, wait, I, I thought you were cleaning that out. I and thought I thought the. And the foggers are good for a month, we're told, from the Orlando Police Department. Wow. So confused on, and that's what I was trying to get them and last night. Look, we're, look, seriously now, everyone is really confused because everyone is saying what they want to say to fit their narrative. Governors, mayors, presidents, whatever. It doesn't matter. All countries, they're all saying it to fit their narrative. We have to get this country back to being this country again. And it has to be, it's your responsibility to fog yourself. You want to hose yourself down with a fogger? Good for you. But we got to, I mean, they're talking about 
asking for more money from the government because we're falling apart. We're falling apart because we got to get back to work. Companies have got to open back up. Uh, we, I mean, wow. So how was the airport itself? It was really sad. So remember last two weeks ago when I traveled here, Orlando airport was completely a mess. They, like a terminal was shut down. You had, right, right, you had right, 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 right. So as soon as you get off the plane, the little lady speaker is telling you that the B side is closed. Everything that car rental, everything else is on the A side. So they're starting to change boards, the lady on the top. And, and it's little, only taken two months. Right. And the, when you, cause if you've never been to Orlando, you have to take a train from the terminal to where everybody is. Um, that change. And now mayor buddy Dyer, which is the mayor of Orlando. Love buddy Dyer. Oh my God, Fisher. I'm going to record it tomorrow because I want you to hear his BS crap. I'm going to paraphrase this. Welcome to the city of tourism. Due to COVID-19, we, we asked you to stay at home and not go out. Wow. What? Stay at home? I'm, I'm at an airport. No, Buddy Dyer. No. I'm going to record it. I'm going to record it tomorrow. Okay. All right. Let's, let's, do, let's say this. All right. That's fine. All right. So the mayor tells us, or at least we think he does. We don't know for sure yet. Chris hasn't recorded it. He tells us to stay home. All right. So that's fine. Why can't I say, hey, Mayor Buddy Dyer, screw you. I'm not going to stay home. I'll make sure I kind of social distance myself, okay, as much as I can, as much as I want to, or as much as other people are making me, and I'll go out. But um, that's our decision. Not 25% of that business can be open. Not a third of this business. Now no to this business. Can't travel here. Can't travel there. How about we 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 have to we have to take it back. We have to we have to start being America again. We have to start. Remember when we were joking around about not being able to travel and not being able to go here and go there and shutting things down? I mean, it's not a freaking joke, man. All right, I have to stop. I'll leave you with this. I'll leave you with this. All right. From at fact on Twitter. Most laugh tracks for TV were recorded in the 1950s, which means that many, and I would change that to most, of the people you hear laughing are dead. Good night. Be safe. Sweet dreams. (laughs) 